I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Three, two, one, and then we'll go. Three, yeah. two, one. These, These are the other are questions. The- <laughs> Welcome to Don't Mock My Accent, the show where we work through our lives as expats and everything in between, one day at a time. This podcast is designed by expats for expats. Our goal is to build a community for people living away from their home country, a place they can come to for advice, support, and above all else, a home away from home. A lot of laughs and shenanigans to be expected. In this episode, we're outlining the most annoying questions expats get asked on the daily. Well, hello. Welcome back, Lauren. It's Easter long weekend. How you been? How you feeling? What's been the, the goss this week? Oh, I've been feeling great. Honestly, I've had a really good weekend. I do actually have to share something fun with you. I mm-hmm. thought it was really exciting. On Saturday, I drove in the UK for the first time. I get, I've got like sweaty palms just thinking about <laughs> driving in the UK, especially in London. Oh, It's also a really big deal because I haven't driven in two years. So it's also my first time in two years. Since That was the last time I went back to Australia was two years ago. So that was, um, so it was an experience, but it's because I got, finally got my UK driver's license. So I decided to test it out, take it for a spin, see how I go. And ultimately, I was pretty successful, I would say. So how did it feel, though? Like, when you, when you first got in the car, how, how did it feel? Was it, did, did you do manual, automatic? Actually, so it was manual. So really funny thing about that. I got in the car. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm preparing myself for this. Okay. Oh, God. So I was in the car, and I was with our mate Jazz, and she does a driver manual. And I sat in the driver's seat, and I was, like, trying to work out, like, because it was one of the manual gear sticks that had the reverse next to the first gear. And I couldn't remember how to get it into reverse when the reverse is there because my car back in Australia, it's next to like, it's opposite the fifth gear. So you just have to pull it right down. Mm. So it was, I was like there, no joke. It was sitting there for like 15 minutes trying to work out how to fuck it. Maybe it wasn't 15 minutes, maybe like 10, five, 10. But anyway, we were like working out for how to duration story it. purposes. It was, it was at least 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I was sitting there and I was trying to work out. I was like, why the 
fuck is this not getting in reverse? This is so dangerous. Like, this should be. <laughs> we finally got to Google, like, the make and model of the car to work out how to get the car into reverse. And it was like a little descriptive diagram. And I realized I had to, like, push down on the gear stick and then move yeah. it into reverse that way. So, you know how, like, you move it into first gear or whatever, just normally, you have to, like, push down. And it like Lauren, it's like let a, me stop like you there. Button, like I don't button. know because I don't drive a manual. Oh, because, true. Okay, because well, because. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Anyway, like a button, you have to push down on the gear stick and then move it into the reverse. So worked it out in the end. Got there in the end. But my fucking god, I was like, what is wrong with this stupid car that I can't get it into reverse? Um, and yeah, and then I only stalled uh, a couple of times. So overall, it wasn't too bad. I actually, I did stall in the middle of an intersection, but I had to put my emergency blinkers on. Oh my God, I would have died. I'm so glad I wasn't in the passenger seat. Like, Do you want to know which died. intersection it was, Adol? Which one? You know, the one uh, near the big Tesco in Clapham next to it. So usually oh, the buses have to go like into that yes. park or path and then go out to go straight. Yes. No. Down Pointers Lane. So I went like around and it was because this stupid woman was like trying to go straight, but she was in the left turning one. So she kind of was like shoving her way in, but she wasn't indicating. And she kind of like threw me off. And be it, bear in mind, I had only been in the car for like five minutes. So she kind of threw me off and I like braked and like let her go, but I like braked so quickly that I stalled. And then I couldn't like, for some reason, the car wasn't like starting again. So I just had to like put the emergency things on in the middle of like the most stressful fucking intersection in Clapham. Like, it was so annoying. Oh, my God, Jazz, you're an angel for dealing with that. I would have stressed out so much. that, And that intersection is so busy. It's, yeah. like, terrifying. It's, yeah. like, the sole way to Brixton slash all the way up to London City. Literally, oh, it's so God. stressful. But anyway, so it was really funny. And Jazz, like, at the beginning of the day, she was one calming my nerves. And then by the end of it, I had to, I was one calming her nerves. Okay. <laughs> that I was just like woo yeah I'm sorted now (laughs) and London roads are so bloody narrow that I was like why are these roads so bloody narrow like it's so annoying so scary I am so terrified if I ever have the day where I have to drive in London I'm gonna be so scared and I I don't know because uh, yeah but I don't know if it's necessarily because of the roads I think it's more because of the other drivers like although I think because Charlie drives me around he is a your How chauffeur. would I describe it? Well, yes, he is my chauffeur. But he's also um, a city driver, kind yeah. of. He is a well, country lane driver. A, you're a city so driver. scary. No, but he's just like, he used to drive a van around for Watch his dad's out. company. And so like in the middle of London. So he is so scary. But it works because, you know, London traffic, it's just... You just do what you've got to do, right? Like half the do time you, you have to move do. into another lane and like be brave. I feel like I'd be so polite. I'd just end up going the long way around. And See, just, like, I think I think the fact that I drove so much in the city in Brisbane, like I knew that city, I knew our city back to front, like how to drive around there, that it built my confidence enough to be able to handle any type of city driving. Yeah, true. I, I feel like London I drove in the shit. city. I drove in the city quite a bit when I worked in there in, in Brisbane and it's all like obviously one-way systems. So, so annoying. But, uh, but yeah, I think maybe I'll be all right. After I get used to it, I do miss driving. I really miss driving. So yeah, wow. my um, adventure this weekend or this week. You really been on a crazy adventure. Been on an adventure and it felt good. It felt really good. But what, what's been going on in your life, Anna? What's been happening this week? 
Uh, I don't think I have anything as exciting as that, to be honest. I, I was thinking about when you're going to ask me this question. And honestly, I think the best thing that happened to me this week was the pure sunshine that we had on a couple of the days over Easter weekend. And uh, I have like a small balcony outside and I just sat in the sun and just read my book and listened to podcasts. And it was honestly life changing. How um, good was the weather this week, though? It was so unreal. I mean, it was up and down. It was literally just snowing outside two, two minutes ago. What? I don't know. Yeah, it was literally snowing probably while you were in the kitchen. It was I've snowing. Got my window open. <laughs> well, it wasn't like hard snowing. It was like classic London snow where it just falls. Oh, okay. But I was like, it was literally so sunny yesterday. I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Now it's snowing. But that's classic UK weather. Um, so, yeah, so that was just so, so nice. But I wanted a summer drink. Even though it's not summer here yet, I was like, I need a summer drink because as soon as the sun is shining, it's like immediately all stops go, like everything goes ahead and you just go full hard out summer. Yeah. And I was like, you know what I'm craving right now, Lauren? What? You know what I'm craving? What are you craving, Anna? Canadian club. Oh, yeah. 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 Do you know, you know Canadian yeah. club? Yeah. Like the classic, yeah. Like, yeah. I used to drink that shit non-stop in my it was probably early the, 20s it was probably the easiest like mixer drink aside from like smirnoff on ice like it was probably the easiest like mixer kind of canned drink to drink yeah and smirnoff ice i just was so off because it's what i used to drink oh, i was like 17 oh. like double blacks vomit Ugh, oh my so god. bad i can't eat, i don't even think Wakes i can back to uni day. yeah i actually don't think i can drink it now because i'm just like oh my god these are all no. my bad nights <laughs> so bad like yeah, it's just even all that underage drinking. It was like the only thing I knew what to get was like double blacks and that underage was it. drinking. Anna, stop it. Yolo. Oh um, <laughs> we all did it. Travel child. <laughs> We've all done it. So I was like, I want a Canadian club, but of course they don't sell them here. Even though it's like the biggest drink in Australia, you can even get it on tap and yeah. everything. Like it's so big, right? Canadian club. And for those who don't know what Canadian club dry is, it's um. It's just whiskey and ginger beer mixer, basically. And it's just unreal. It's like the perfect summer drink. And Charlie's like not the biggest fan of ginger beer, but I was like, you need to try this drink. It will change your life because he does love whiskey. So he went down the shop and he bought like the whiskey, ginger beer and some limes. And that's what we had. We had like ice. With We did our pre-made Canadian club, tasted exactly the same, was unreal. I was like, this is the best. I'm so glad that I decided to do this. Yeah, because I was actually just going to say, like I was just Googling if you can get Canadian club in the UK and you can get obviously the bottles, which you just bought, you just said. Yeah, well, I don't think I got the wing club the bottle, but I got just normal like Irish whiskey because you just—it's just the same, really. Twenty um, fifty from Tesco, Anna Canadian club whiskey. Oh, I would—I'll have to go down to my Tesco and see if it's there. Yeah. But I don't think they have the mixes. But it was unbelievably good, and it just took me back. And honestly, probably was the highlight of my week. So that's quite oh, sad, that. but fun. But that uh, is got- only because you are technically like half isolating at the moment yes exactly i'm being a good girl a good good girl good girl no (laughs) yeah but um yeah half isolating so just got to make the most of it got to make the most of it while i can gotta do what you gotta do especially when the weather's nice but it's just nice vibes seeing everyone picnic in the sun yeah um the fact that tuesday was like 22 degrees and everyone was out in the park after work and it was just unreal I was in the park constantly the last week. Yesterday, the three of us just like laid in the park and we just like, like literally just laid in the sun for like four hours. Heaven. <laughs> Actual heaven. Up. So Love nice. it. In the expat community.
The following questions are considered especially heinous. In London, the dedicated detectives who investigate these monotonous questions are members of an elite squad known as the Don't Mock My Accent podcast unit. These are their questions. Doom doom! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the interrogation station. Interrogation station. Who did it? Who did it? Who did it? Tell me where they went. Okay, we're not going to be tying you to a chair this time, we promise. No, this you, time. Won't be under, you won't be under a lamp being interrogated, it's even okay. though it sometimes feels like it. But. Although, who's playing good cop and who's playing bad cop? I mean, I'm always the good cop. I think we're both bad bitches, so it's That's all right. That's um, Bad bitches. <laughs> so when we shared our podcast on the Facebook groups, one of the biggest things that came up was those darn questions, the questions that you get from people who live here all the time that you have to answer over and over and over again. And it's almost like you have a script in your head that you know exactly what Mm. you're going to say. And we thought that was so hilarious because it is so true. My favourite comment that we received, and it is literally why what inspired this episode, and it was, can you do an episode on why we always get asked, why did you move over here? (laughs) Yep. That is exactly why it inspired us. So welcome to the episode, Interrogation welcome, Station. Welcome, welcome. Uh, let's kick us off with the, the first big, big question here. Why did you move? Lauren, that is such a great question that I haven't been asked a million times before. Let me just really think about this so I can give you a really deep and in-depth answer that you deserve. So this question obviously gets asked all the time. What's your answer, Lauren, to this question? Because I felt like it. Because <laughs> I felt That's literally it's how so I answer true, it. though. It's so true. I just ask and I just, like, look at them and I'm just like, because I felt like it. just felt like doing it. just wanted to move overseas, so I did it. Oh, I feel like I've heard lots of answers for this as well. Stuff like, um, oh, for the weather or for um, uh, my answer, to be honest, is always like, oh, you know, everybody just wants what they can't have. It's probably for the same reason that a lot of you Brits come and move over to Australia, you know. You just feel like you want something different. And, uh, you know, the opportunity here is so much better. So I just thought, why not? Why not come over here? That's my Hit them with the facts. Facts. Hit them with the facts. Facts. (laughs) Didn't have to ask me twice. Please don't ask me twice. Don't ask me twice. But that's always, like, the big one. And then I think following on from that one, though, is the classic why would you leave dot of dot where you're from? So for us, it's Australia. A lot of people have this idealised view of Australia. So the question that always follows is, but why would you leave Australia? LOL. Love. Why wouldn't I leave Australia? It should be a better question. I mean, Australia's great, but no, I'm okay. Um, yeah, I think this question's a good one. I, I think um, it, it does link back to another question we have on here. Lots of different reasons, but especially things like the weather. Like the weather gets brought up all the time. Why would all you leave the, the beautiful sunshine? Why, why would you leave the sunshine and come to rainy, cold England? And like, I think, have you ever thought that maybe I like the cold, that I don't want to be walking out of my house on a Monday morning going to work and the moment I step out of my door, I am immediately sweating. I get in my car to drive to work and I have to wear almost like burn proof gloves so that I don't burn my fingers on my steering wheel as I pull out of my driveway while cranking the air con which is going to cost me at least 
40 to 50 dollars a week in fuel just to get through so on and so forth do you not understand what it's like to have your makeup sweat off your face for like nine months of the year sitting in a hot car and then having your sunglasses leave like lines in your makeup from the sweat that you (laughs) my favorite one is when you're like leaving a shopping center and as like obviously the shopping center is really cold with the air con and as the uh, automatic doors open it's like woof and it's just like hot air like a bloody flamethrower just on your face like wow this is something else I don't know about you, Anna, but I always know when I've landed in Brisbane, when you know, when you walk off the airplane into the tunnel. Yes. And you walk and as soon as you step off the airplane, you feel this like wave of humidity just hit you (laughs) in the face and you're like... I am in Brisbane and I feel that even when I've flown from like Sydney or Melbourne and I get off the plane in Brisbane and I am like, holy guacamole. You like drink the air. You're like, "Mm, I'm dehydrated. Why don't I just drink the water that is in this Mm, air right now? mm, Delicious sweat. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that is, okay, all of that is very, very Australia specific. So we are, and very Brisbane specific. So we. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Do you apologize if you're not from this place? If it, if it, please <laughs> give us the answers to these questions that you have. I would love to know your responses to these because I think I, people would pull out some great. Like I reckon um, the one about all like, oh, I just wanted to get away from all the spiders and the drop bears. Like 
Mm. And I know especially because I know we haven't predominantly like a lot of Aussies and Kiwis uh, listening, but if you are from like, say if you've moved from the UK to another country or if you've moved from like America or Canada or wherever, if you have moved from those, like what is your, what are your answers to that? Like, do you actually, do you get asked, why would you leave America? Why would you leave Canada? Like curious because as Aussies, we get Aussies, we get probed these questions all the time. All the time. So especially at the moment with COVID because everyone wants to be in Australia and New Zealand right now. So the next, um, one, the next one we've got down here is how long have you been here? Oh yeah. That's a classic one. And then following on from that, if you say that you've been here for more than two years, it's always, it's always, oh, so how did you get, how did you, how are you staying here more than two years then? Are you on like, you sponsored or something? Or yeah. you got a passport? What visa do you have? I'm like, why do you Oh, care? I've got five years. Oh, how did you get, how did you get that one? How'd you get a five-year visa? Oh, my granddad was born here. Oh, can you get a passport? Honestly, I swear to God, I feel like I'm in interrogation fucking station. Like when That's I like get the- asked, like what, I, how long I've been here, <laughs> what visa I'm on. That's like the perfect way to describe it. And then you're like, oh yeah, there's these things called ancestry visas where like oh. if your grandparent, well, oh, but you can't get a passport. No, but we can get no. this ancestry visa. Oh, but can't you become a permanent resident? No, I could do that after being here for seven years. It's like, you just know the maths. I know the maths in my head so well now, just the automatic answers for sure. And the other one to that is like, oh, are you, are you planning on going home? When are you planning on leaving? I don't know, hun. I don't know. <laughs> Why? Do you want me to leave? Do you, do you want me to leave your country? I mean, Are you pushing me out right now? <laughs> no, it's so true. You always get asked when you're going to go home or when you're planning to go home. And it's like, if you're obviously from a two-year visa, it's a pretty easy answer, isn't it? Because unless you've got like a sponsorship lined up or you're yeah. marrying someone. But if you're not, if you're on like a passport or a five-year ancestry, it's like, oh, do you think you'll stay for the whole time? And it's like, well, if you're on a five-year ancestry, like, I don't fucking know when I'm going home. Who I don't knows? know what I'm going to do. I don't know. When I decide to, I want to move. When I decide, when I decide you know what my response is? Well, I feel like it. <laughs> same as when people ask, why did you move? I just say the same response. When I feel like it. Simple but effective. <laughs> Simple. Actually, that is my key advice in that episode. Just ask, just tell them. Because I felt like it. Because I feel like it. Because I wanted to. Because I made my decision to do it. So just do it. <laughs> why, what can they say back to that? I don't think you could say anything back to that. You'd just be like, oh, okay. Why did you feel like it? Oh, because I felt like it. I felt like feeling I felt like, like it. it. Yeah. And then, yeah. Oh, this is a funny one. Mm. Can you do a British accent? <laughs> Hello, governor. They love asking us if we can do a British accent. And it's, you know, it's actually really funny because with the accents, I feel like um, I did a better British accent when I was living in Australia than I did now. Sorry. Probably because I work, obviously, with so many Brits and they all have different accents because they're from all over mm. the place. And then in, also like Irish people and Scottish people as well speak to a lot of them too. So like I feel like the accents are all mixed in one and I just can't, I just. I feel like it, the pressure is also harder here because you're like, these aren't just like my mates that I'm doing like an accent to. This is like actual British people. <laughs> yeah, and they go, hee, 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 oh, my God. And also some people on our Instagram, so thanks to everyone who's actually responded to our question we put up last week on our Instagram. But one that they did say was, can you say crikey? No, that's reserved for Steve Irwin only. <laughs> I swear to God, the <laughs> amount of people that have asked me, oh, can you do um, can you do some like Summer Heights High quotes? Or like, oh, you know that show Kath and Kim? And I'm like, I, I feel like I've always prepared my whole life 
to like quote Kathy Kim properly to a British person who thinks that they can do it. And you're like, no, honey, sit down. Here we go. Yeah, I've been training my whole life for this. Training more. But it's so funny with the Kath and Kim, that's so true. Also, um, the Steve Irwin thing is massive because I think Steve Irwin was massive over here and massive. everyone always go, oh, say crikey. Or if they find out I'm Australian, they go, oh, crikey, crikey. And I'm like, mm, original. But I think the one thing that I love so much and my Canadian friend Carly, she when she was living in Brisbane, she was like made me do it all the time and would always like Instagram story me to her friends. And it was always <laughs> the one line from Summer Heights High and she'd be like, do it, do it. And I'd be like, that's so random. That's so random. <laughs> They've also, someone also on Instagram said, how do you say water in an Australian accent? <laughs> oh, my God. Because I we say it with a D instead of a T. <laughs> We've touched on this one. And it's like an water. A instead of an ER. It was yeah, like water. water. Every time. I, I get brought up with that every fucking time. Every time. Every this time. is just simple things. Like the, the interrogation comes with mocking our accent. You know, mm, fitting. yeah, very fitting for <laughs> podcasts. And then we also had some other ones as well. This was my, well, this is a funny one. And I always laugh when they ask me this. They always say, What part of Australia are you from? And it's like, Have, do you know anything about Australia? I actually, the first thing I start with being like, Okay, well, do you know where Sydney is? No. <laughs> do you know where the Gold Coast is? No. Okay. This is gonna be tricky. <laughs> this is gonna uh, be hard. This is gonna be tricky. And then I, first thing I do is I'm just like I just pull out a map and I'm like, okay, let me just get my map up and I'll just show you <laughs> the geography. Oh, of oh, and off the back of that, um, when people say, "Oh my god, I have family that lives in Australia. Oh my god, do you know them? They live in Perth. Like you must know them." And I'm like, "Do you realize Perth is like five hour flight away? That would be like saying if you knew anybody in like Budapest from London. <laughs> like, uh, no, I don't. They're not my next door neighbors, but." shocking if they if they were are you always shook when you meet a British person they say oh yeah my sister's actually living in Brisbane right now or like oh yeah I've got mates in Brisbane and you're like cool like what are they doing (laughs) I'm like okay you got mates in Brisbane but like what are their names and what side of Brisbane do they live on Uh, maybe I would know them but the chances are probably not oh and the other one you always get too is like did you know anyone when you moved here yeah like how did you meet all your friends or whatever and you're like oh no like, I didn't know anyone um you're like no I didn't know anyone and I was just a crazy person that posted on a Facebook group once and that was that shout out to anyone who's moved here during COVID because honestly how do you make so friends? true I swear to god like I don't know what I would do if I was like had to self-isolate and didn't know anyone when I moved over here like Jesus Christ that's intense mm-hmm. and do you always like I always find when people then when you do reply to it and say, oh, I met, you know, through this Facebook group or whatever, do you find, Anna, that, like, people just are really surprised and they're like, oh, they exist? And you're like, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, because I think, like, it's not someone, it's not something that you really think about doing before you move here. I think when you come here, you start to get recommendations from people who already live here and saying, oh, I did it. And I think sometimes it's really scary to put yourself out there. But when you're here, it's actually just quite normal mm. to just put yourself out there because everybody has to do it at some point to make new friends. And I think, too, you know, with the cycle of visas and things like that, if you are living here, like, the chances of your friends that you've made staying here 
pretty small. So, you know, you go through two years of friends and then they go back and then you make new friends and then they're here for two years and then so on and so forth. So, so yeah, you do need that support group there. And like, everyone's just in the same boat wanting new friends. We all just want some friends, don't we? Yeah. Speaking of friends as well, this Mm -hmm. is another really funny one that I (laughs) find really entertaining. Why do people from one place only become friends with people from the same place when they move overseas? So that was a really broad question, but let's put this in context. Why do Australians only make friends with other Australians when they move to London? (laughs) Why do they inhabit Clapham Common? Why do they stay in the same area? (laughs) I think this is an obvious one. I don't know, but... I think it's just a matter of connection that you can't have with someone that like grew up here because if you think about it it's just even like little things like Lauren and I obviously grew up in Brisbane so we know all about Brisbane and we have jokes about it or like even around Australia like having those jokes knowing the sport knowing the culture just the food and like the kids Mm. cartoons that you would have watched growing up so it's just like a, a different sort of connection um and I think that's why you get drawn to those people. I think a lot of people have that misconception of when they come here, they're like, I don't want to be friends with Australians or Kiwis or wherever you're from. You don't want to be friends with the people from where you're from. No, you but really don't do you when you move over here. You're no, like, no, you're I like, don't want to be friends with Why would I? But I think you just eventually gravitate because it's comfortable and it's okay. It's good to be comfortable, especially when you're out of your comfort zone in a new country. So I encourage it, to be honest. I think you can have a mix of Mm. friends from all around the world. And I think it's nice to have those people who are from your home country just so you can just be yourself, really, and just... Yeah, especially when you first move overseas as well because it's like you want someone to be able to relate to because it's so hard, I think, no one else can really understand. Like Like we've said so many times in our previous episodes, like no one really understands what you go through as an expat like other expats. Yeah. So it's like that's why you like we gravitate towards each other. And like I'm I imagine it's the same for like anywhere else that you go. Like I'm sure every other part of the world and like if I'm sure Canadians connect with each other over here. I'm sure Americans connect. I'm sure like the French connect, the Spanish connect. Like you'll find that familiarity, especially in your accent. I feel like that's a good like thing to touch on. It's like it's that familiarity in your accent. It's or language like, or language or whatever like it's it's that like it's like we it's what Callum said and he, when we spoke to him he just said like you hear an Aussie accent and you just think I want to talk to that person yeah because, like you, so you're true. so far away from your home that you just want to like go to that person so it's only natural that we're going to gravitate towards like the same area part of the city that we're living in or you know we're going to like meet make friends with that because you're so far away from your friend your friends and your family that you just want that like exactly relatability somewhat yeah exactly exactly right so yeah that's how I would answer that question so obviously we did get a few responses on our Instagram and I like I think it's very clear that they all have the exact same questions that we get so thank you for everyone who did comment one there's we have like two more that are just very prevalent to us and one of them is are you Aussie or Kiwi (laughs) or they'll be like are you from New Zealand? No, I'm Australian. Or you'll get people being like, are you from Australia? No, I'm from New Zealand. And I'm sure I reckon also Americans and Canadians probably get the exact same thing. I get yeah. asked if I'm from South Africa. 
Yes. And I'm like, I, no. I was asked if I was American once. So I was like, what? But yeah. um, no, my response to this is so I like have this one down pat. So if someone says to me, I'm like, are you Kiwi? I'll be like, excuse me, that is really offensive to me. And then I, I just the watch. Same thing. And I and then I just watch some shit themselves, and I'm like, nah, just jokes. Like I'm I'm Australian. We I love our like, cousins across the pond. And I and I would say like, I don't know if you asked a Kiwi if they were Australian whether they would give you the same response, or they would actually be offended. But um, no, I I always say that. And then um, but my mum's Kiwi, so usually I end up saying, well, I'm half half anyway. So <laughs> I'm bit a bit of both. both. I'm a bit of both. <laughs> I'm a bit a bit of this, bit of that. Exactly. And- and Anna, mm. what's our final one? Our final question is, did you just hear that? I did. Charles, what is going on? You just must have dropped something. I just had Classic. Drop. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> just as I was about to get deep. Okay. Our final question is, do you miss home? Obviously. Obviously, yes. What am I going to say? Oh, nah. nah. Nah, I don't miss anyone. I don't miss it at all. No, I think, like, with that question as well, it's like, if you say no, like, I mean, I guess kudos to you, but at the same time, <laughs> I feel like it's, it's you just got to clarify, like, I mean, for me, and I'm pretty sure for you as well, Anna, it's not so much that I miss Australia, it's more that I miss the people. Yeah. And that is, like, one thing that I've, like, you know, in the, my three years here that I've just made very clear to people like if they say like oh you must miss home it's like well, I don't necessarily miss Australia I just miss the people yeah exactly I think like if you could bundle up all those people in a nice package with a boat um, and, on bring, top, them over and here. Then bring them back here it would be the dream <laughs> right yeah. but um but yeah it's so true and that I always end up saying that as well I just go oh yeah of course I miss home like and I say the same thing too so yeah but let us know what your responses are to these questions we would love to know yeah. well Instagram is at don't mock my accent so you can definitely get in touch with us there um and yeah and that's that's it for this episode so you made it through the interrogation congratulations you made it through the interrogation and I think like one key takeaway from this is that these questions are never going to go away like every single person who like isn't from your country will ask you all these questions and you'll just have to unfortunately grin and bear it yeah just know that we all get asked the same question we do and they always come from good intent so you know just answer them it's fine but i do think it's a funny relatable thing that everyone appreciate the interest in your life exactly appreciate the interest everybody likes talking about themselves so i feel like i feel like i walk away from it and just being like i feel like i've just educated someone on like another person's life or perspective especially in a city like london i feel like i've just like shared my story and like and I've actually, I've walked away being like, oh, wow, actually my life is kind of interesting. You yeah, I mean? exactly. Be so confident. Maybe- like if you don't, if you think your life's a bit mundane, like walk away and be like, actually my life is quite interesting. Yeah, so- take it as an opportunity to be like, actually I do have a story. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Next week, we do have a guest on the show. um, So you won't have to listen to our annoying, boring voices again. Um, My lovely friend, Jen, who's from America. So it'll be (gasps) an American. (laughs) So do tune in for that. But in the meantime, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Don't Mock My Accent. And we will see you next week.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.